Hi, I'm Dave, and you're listening to Going Long. This is episode 11, How to Captain a Zwift Team of Strangers. I'd been the captain of my cycling club's B-category Zwift racing team for two seasons. The second season didn't start well. ZRL, or the Zwift Racing League, the organisation hosting the online event, sent an email which I completely misunderstood. I thought I could sit back and do nothing and my club's team would be re-registered for the new season. Unfortunately, the opposite was true and my team went into the season unregistered. Consequently, we weren't able to race the first event. Thankfully though, after much grovelling to the squad and pleading with ZRL, I managed to enter the team into the next week's race and the rest of the schedule. As is the way of it, life gets in the way of people wanting to race. So, inevitably, as the season progressed, fewer and fewer riders were available. We eventually reached the point where only two out of a possible 12 of us entered the last two events. As a result, the team didn't do so well in the league table, coming close to last in their category. This coupled with the fact that some people were looking to ride in CCAT, where they believed they'd be more competitive, led to the decision that the club would start a C team. Ultimately, this meant we needed to recruit more riders from outside the club to fill the new C team roster. As a bonus, we might also swell the numbers in the B and the A teams. So, when the autumn schedule was announced, the club sprang into action and started making a plan. We had one club member who'd been riding for an online team called Sisu Racing over the last few seasons. These folks had loads of teams and had honed that process of running Zwift racing squads down to a T. During that time, he learned a lot of tips and tricks he wanted to port across to our club. It made perfect sense for him to oversee things and implement some of those lessons, And I soon found myself captain of the Seas, being a sea category myself, that went under the name of Chimera. We gave all the teams Greek god names. We called the Bs Griffin and the As Pegasus. For someone like me who's averse to change, this was unsettling. That said, I found comfort in discovering our god was a fire-breathing she-monster having a lion's head, a goat's body and a serpent's tail. We were set, and all that was left was to go and recruit. And recruit we did. We first encouraged members of the club who'd done Zwift races previously to sign up, which they did. This gave us something to start with. However, with three new teams requiring a total of 36 riders, we soon found ourselves short on manpower. We obviously needed more people. ZRL runs a Facebook group under the acronym WTRL. It informs teams and the riders about upcoming events and other general race-related chit-chat. It's here that other teams post to let people know they're recruiting. You'll also see individual riders posting that they're available and looking for a team. So, within a few weeks before the racing kicked off, we put out some feelers. Our original posts were plain and simple, text-only affairs. Nothing came back. Zilch. Not a squeak. 
so we tried again. This time with added graphics and the odd comment. We even stooped as low as liking the post ourselves for good measure. Still nothing. Zilcho. This continued off and on until a few weeks before we lined up for the first time. Anxiety started creeping in and we began holding Plan B discussions about merging the teams we had in order to consolidate all the riders to have enough to race. Then, only a few days before Season 1 kicked off, we saw a trickle of interest. That trickle became a river and, before you knew it, that river became, well, not exactly, but... Enough to have my anxiety shift from having too few riders to keeping track of what was happening. Thankfully, most people simply followed instructions. Announce yourself on the Discord server. Wait for someone at our end to step you through the process. Accept the email inviting you to the squad and sign up to race. Others, however, required a lot more hand-holding asking questions, not following the process and generally acting in a way that would break the system we had devised to ease them through some of the slightly complex processes. This meant we were still managing the riders right up until the last minute. The first race was about a week away. So to get people, essentially strangers, to bond we tried to encourage everyone to join in on a couple of targeted group events before the flag dropped. It was a challenge to communicate what it meant to be part of a Zwift team. Many of the new recruits had little racing experience, so inevitably had a fair few questions as well as anxieties. As it turned out, we were now oversubscribed. To be fair, this was not a bad problem to have. The first race was upon us. These races are by private invitation only. The organisers had their hands full dealing with the changes since the last event before the summer. Updates to the Zwift platform, revised rules, new protocols for the event and sheer numbers of contestants all contributed to the pressure. This meant the private sign-up link for the race was released very last minute. There I was in a situation where we had more than the allocated six riders wanting to pin a number on. I now needed a strategy for whittling it down to the six who would go into the starting pen. This first event was a cruel and intensely tough one that favoured those skinny folks with an ability to hill climb. It was rolling but doable to begin with. However, the last six to seven kilometres were straight up. That section alone promised to take up a chunk of the race time. It was not a ride that suited me at all. The consolation was there were two segments in the earlier part where you could, if you had the legs, score some decent points for the team. One was a short 200 metre sprint and the second was a longer 1 minute 30 slightly draggy uphill effort. Armed with this info, I decided to research the individual team members' previous results and make some sort of decision as to who to leave out. It wasn't easy, but eventually I resolved to sitting on the sideline along with a couple of others I had to disappoint. The idea was I could take on the director sportif role, ensuring everyone was where they should be and make strategic calls and generally shout encouragement. This was my first DS experience. 
In theory, you can view your riders as they race and see how they're placed, see what's coming up and how they can make the best of the situation they're in. All this came with some technical challenges, resulting in me watching the race whilst frantically poking my finger at an iPad screen and not knowing what the hell was going on. Add to that the idea that you needed to say the right thing over race radio at the right time, and what I suffered was abject chaos. As things turned out, the team produced an effort that had me bursting with pride. Ultimately, it was a great laugh. Yes, it was an intense effort for the riders that put their heart and soul into it and turned themselves inside out. Comically, one of them had an Apple EarPod drop out that was promptly devoured by the dog. And before you knew it, it was all over. We did okay. In fact, we were sitting near the top of the league. It was a great experience for everyone and a crash course on riding for a Zwift team. I ended up learning a huge amount about our team's strengths and weaknesses. Importantly, everyone seemed to enjoy it. Once people had caught their breath, they thanked each other for the ride and signed off the radio, then went on their way to rest, recover and enjoy what was left of their evening. As for the results, well, there's normally a delay in them being published as they need to be verified first. The conversation continued over Discord as the numbers trickled in. People analysed the fine details and chatted over the bits they learned. If there's one encouraging and heartwarming takeaway for me, it was seeing the riders discovering their contribution actually meant something. Well, it's a wrap. Until next week. Thanks for listening. It's really appreciated. If you fancy it, a great way of supporting this podcast is to buy me a coffee, which you can find a link for in the podcast notes. You should also check out the Going Long blog at www.goinglong.co.uk. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you want to be notified of future episodes. Well, That's it for this one. I look forward to catching up with you again soon.